some point with thump. And now this washing machine, it isn't a thumper. It's but a... it's still a character in the show. I see. I see. So this is the kind of vivid intellectual uh, dynamism that you want to bring to the show? You want to... Well, <laughs> it's just a floating comment. Well, geez. I mean, if we can have... If we can have uh, Fairy fleck lights oh. and candles lit and. I haven't lit the candles. Oh, That's another jeez. problem. Another delay, Diane. It doesn't have to be a delay. Oh. Diane's over lighting the candles now. Uh, for those of you just joining us, for those of you keeping score at home, and we have candles in our fireplace. Yes. I'm liking it. So anyway, the fairy flick lights are all lit, and we're—it's um, raining outside. Raining, raining, gray, rainy. You know, the good stuff about living in the great North wet. And um, so that's happening. The dry, uh, the washing machine is cranking in there. Uh, other bits of life happening, you know, in, in the nether regions of the house. Uh, up where I live, the, in the chaotic uh, empire, <laughs> uh, things are pretty quiet. Things are kind of docile, and uh, but you know, a lot of finger movement and uh, scratching of nib on paper. Scratching nib. Scratching on paper. of nib on paper. Some of that's happening up there, so it's not complete uh, inertia. But it's closer than it used to be, for certain. Yeah. Makes the guy feel like it's 9.25 a.m. Saturday, June the 10th, 2023. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. That needed to end soon. I wasn't, wasn't my best work, let's just say. Yeah. Uh, it's been a. What has it been? It's been a. It's been kind of an upendy kind of week because, because uh, several here of our, in Lake Abundance over to you, Diane. <laughs> well, because several of our. We'll just jump right in any time. Plans were upended. That's true. That's all I was gonna say. Oh, that. Yeah, I know, and you didn't get your acupuncture because you had to cancel because of the other plan, which was more well, important. Well, and also than the other we were going to go see Nils, and that got oh, upended. Yeah, Nils and, has a cold. Yeah. yeah. I knew that I had already scheduled him actually in my mind for the next week because I thought he's not feeling good. We shouldn't see someone when they're not feeling good. But then that, and then I couldn't. I canceled my acupuncture so we could go down to Tacoma, but then. Your mom had other plans that she had forgotten about, so we couldn't go down to Tacoma, and it's just been kind of one of those weeks. Crazy. I don't know how we adjust, you know? Because you know what it means. It means instead of going and doing, we stay here and sit pretty still. So it's a real oh. shock to the system to have to spend more time kind of, you know, doing our little home projects, which is what I feel like. I feel like... Sometimes I feel like it's a factory here. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. We're churning out content. That's what we're doing. I mean, we're playing around in, the, yeah, in a fairly contemporary space here, Diane, by putting out content. That's true. Yes. Well, and I was going to say that 
Um, for me, mm-hmm. I I know that we are we are not going to talk about the the nationwide news or the international news of this week. Okay. But that but I did want to just acknowledge yeah. that that has been on our minds yeah. and like everybody um, else's. At, like everybody else's. Yeah. That is all I need to say about that. But it actually is part of the the landscape in which we all are living right now. But I had a wonderful conversation with Kat and and I've had some I don't know. This was also kind of a weird week because I I'm dealing with a health issue that is still out trying to be determined. Trying to be determined. I don't know what's going on with that, so uh we'll find out next in the next couple of weeks. So it's just been kind of a weird um vibe week in a lot of ways. And yet with these wonderful interludes of friends and in our own lives and stuff and yeah. Had a wonderful conversation with my brother yesterday. Yeah. Um I talked to the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Good. these I are to, these are our normal. I talk to Tim every Sunday. We do what we call church uh, every Sunday morning at eight o'clock, and it's nice. So, supreme gratitude for all the people that surround us that remind us how joyful life is, Thank despite you. all the the craziness that we see um, in the world. And that's always been the way it's been uh, throughout history. It's true. You just you just are watching the 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 big stage and saying oh my gosh then you're looking at your own little stage and hopefully you're enjoying all the the wonderful things that surround you yeah whatever they may be yeah yeah so i want to since we're having a hard time getting our minds into just other things to talk about i i want to talk a little bit about the song that we're going to be playing not from the standpoint of the song but from the standpoint that it's about food and uh i just for the very first time (laughs) (laughs) i mean there are some other songs that i know of like the one about tomatoes the uh homegrown tomatoes which is a wonderful song can you think of other songs about food well uh slow food is one it's a Greg Brown song. Oh um, yeah, canned good. He also did canned goods. He also goods. did canned goods. Yeah, I was just gonna say that one next. Um, I don't know. Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Well, that's kind okay. Of... It's peripheral, but it's there. It's a seasoning. But yeah. I just thought it was so interesting that, uh, like a, this. Uh, tribute to a. Uh, a few dishes in the Irish, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Irish kitchen repertoire, right. and I, I thought, I love that somebody wrote a song about some dish that they absolutely adored. Yeah, because, but it's also a story of their childhood, and you know. Yeah, stuff I like know. That. But it's yeah, it's true. But centered around this dish. But I and I'm gonna tell you a, a few of the words of that dish soon but i wanted to say along those lines that and i've talked about this before but i'm going to talk about it again that when i have done some of my uh 
sowing ceremonies where where people come over yeah. uh, and we invite them to bring food that uh, they're the whoever they wanted to uh, honor that evening whatever departed relative they wanted or departed friend that they wanted to honor to bring a food that that person would have loved and this is based on a lot of traditions yeah. uh, and I when I first did it I was not anticipating how powerful that is and then I had written a Facebook message about it and asked people I, I told them what I was going to be bringing and I said what would you bring and I got more comments on that with people writing incredibly detailed information about what they would have brought than any other comment I had ever made. It, mm. was, it was amazing. And I loved reading through all the different things that people would have brought and thinking about how food is so individual. And food is definitely something... You know, we always gather around a dinner or lunch or it really is. Uh, I know that we have had times where people say, well, let's not make it about a dinner or food. But there really is something about breaking bread with other people that is wonderful and exciting. And you try different things at other people's houses and they often tell you the history behind the thing that they are bringing to you. And I just think that's an incredible thing. So I had just wanted to talk a little bit about that honoring of the food that we eat, you know. Um, it's important, the food that we eat. It's important. Well, and I think so often about the way that I even cook, which uh, I, I cook a lot of things my parents never did, or are I cook things that are often um, a slight variation on what they would have done, yeah. like the the crustless quiche, the spinach quiche. Well, my mom definitely made quiche, yeah. and she made a fantastic quiche. And the thing about her quiches is she knew how to make pie crust and I did not ever really learn how to make pie crust I could but I I actually prefer the crustless anyway so yeah but my parents really taught me a lot about nutrition when I was a kid and really emphasized we always had salad we always had you know some sort of protein some sort of what they used to call starch and some vegetable and I eat that way to this day. And I feel like that was an education that I got from my family. And they got it from their parents. And so it's just something that is handed down. True that. Yeah, I learned all about processed foods from my parents. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we usually had salad too, but it was iceberg lettuce. Always had iceberg lettuce. And along those lines, I wanted to just say that, um, so the, the song that we're going to be playing is about Colcannon uh, potatoes. Yes. And... Colcannon. 
I did not know what it was, so I looked it up, and it actually talks about some of, in this article, talks about some of the other things in this song, um, because if you listen to the song, it also talks about Boxty. Um, I can't remember the other um, thing that they had, but this article said, have you ever had Cole Cannon? And so this is, uh, <laughs> obviously they had been introduced to this too. A St. Patrick's Day favorite, Colcannon is an Irish potato recipe, a mixture of creamy mashed potatoes and usually kale or cabbage. I first encountered Colcannon potatoes while doing research on traditional Irish cooking. Not surprisingly, the Irish have all sorts of ways of cooking potatoes, with festive names like Champ, Bruzy, Pandy, Boxty, and this one, Colcannon. In the following Colcannon recipe, we mix the mashed potatoes in with chopped cooked kale, green onions, milk or cream, and lots of butter. To serve, make a depression in the middle of the mashed potatoes and put a knob of butter in it. To eat it, you dip a forkful of the potatoes in the melted butter. If there is ever a recipe to get one to eat one's greens, this is it. Wow, that sounds good. Maybe we'll have to try it. We'll have to try it. With kale. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know about cabbage. The yeah. Cabbage, no. Because yeah. there's less water in it. There's too much water in cabbage. So, uh, boxy. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah? I don't think we should pre-cook the kale, though. I think the, the, hot, the heat of the potatoes will cook the kale. Or, you know, you only want the kale wilted. You want the kale to have some chew to it, so. Anyway. And boxy are potato pancakes. Hmm. The savory pancakes consist of potatoes, flour, eggs, milk, and seasonings shaped into patties and fried in oil. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. So the way I came upon this song was I was just listening at work to a station that was created around uh, Perthshire Amber, uh, one of my favorite Doogie McLean things. And this song just came on that station and I'm just playing this low and I just was like what is that because it had some of my my favorite aspects of a song which is incredible harmonies yeah. and um, I think it's it's a cappella isn't it I I can't remember any instruments. It's hard to recall because it's such a full-throated song. Yeah, but... There might be instruments in there. Well, well it, certainly at the beginning it's a cappella. Yeah. So, and I love a cappella singing. I when think it, may, it really might be good. like a squeeze box in there and stuff like that. It just kind of adds texture to the voices. Now we'll have to, to yeah. see. But I, I actually think it was just a cappella. Okay, then. So I, I looked at who it was and what the song was, and... Uh, I found out it was Mary Black, but it's actually the Black family oh, yeah. uh, singing this. And there are five of them, and the uh, sound that they get out sounds like 20, uh, to my mind. But we have played Mary Black before, and, um, and I have heard some of her songs that I like. I have heard some songs that I'm not so keen on by her. 
So she's not somebody I just go to uh, to listen to all the time. But but the songs that she does that I like, I love. And this is one of them. But I didn't really know about... I had always heard about Mary Black. Yeah, I'd never heard of the Black family either. Yeah. That's very cool. And they had... This was on a Mary Black album, but apparently they had a Black family album with the five of them. Also sang Cole Cannon, but I thought that the this version was my favorite, which was on a Mary Black album. So there's another version of it by them? Yeah, there's several, I think. And I actually uh, saw a YouTube video of them when they were all older singing this song and very robust older people, and it was fun to watch them in action. (sighs) People. People do cool stuff, you know? They really do. Anyway, I... I didn't really have a lot on my... I mean, I've got a lot on my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... I feel probably more immersed than I've ever felt in creative projects. And I think that is how I want to live. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting to look at, you know, what's been happening in the, in the world, on the world stage and that kind of stuff and first realize its insignificance... In, in terms of our any any ability of ours to really interact with that that's true uh, or let alone have an effect on it of any kind uh, but then there's the stuff that you can do and you know for me I, I'm looking I feel like I'm looking at everything through this uh, through a different lens now in this part of my life and I think you are too to, yeah, to a great degree uh, you're less you've been less media saturated growing up and so you're doing a lot of things that happened to me during the Watergate era, you yeah. know, in terms of uh, waking up to what's really kind of the understory, the backstory, and all this stuff. You know, uh, it's, this is well, all this is all about how the sausage is made, you yeah. know, kind of stuff. And it's a deep dive. And I got it when I was in like middle school or in high school, and so it was kind of I don't know. I, at the time, I remember looking back on it when I was like in my 30s and thinking, well, that was parting, part of being a male. Growing up, you, you wanted to do the business of being a guy, and one of those things was watching the news with your dad. Yeah. You know, I always watched the news with my dad, and if he'd let me, I'd stay up and watch the 11 o'clock news with my dad. <clears throat> because it was, this was business, this was stuff that, you know, mattered, supposedly. Yeah. And, uh, I think my lesson in pardon me, I'm gonna have another drink of coffee. Our as individual citizens' ability to do you, boy. anything about any of these things is good coffee without without dedicating our lives to it. Yeah, uh, that was when I learned that that was that was basically the truth of the situation. So anyway, I, I, I feel like more and more we a lot of the people that I know are concentrating very hard on what they can do. And uh, rather than getting exasperated or scared, frightened or angry yeah, about things that they can too. have no, they can have no effect on, and I think that is what media has done done to us over the, uh, the span of the last forty years or so, uh, or fifty. <laughs> sorry, um, is uh, kind of soured us on because we look 
out at a very big macrocosmic view and we think that's all there is because that's what's on TV. And so we forget about everything around us that's close by yeah. that we can do things about and that we, where, we, where we can engage with the world, even if it's just exercising our creativity in every way we can think of on a daily basis. That's putting something into uh, rather than just consuming Right. The world. Well, and I, I feel like the reason why I didn't get involved in politics when I was young is that I always felt like it seemed like a football game sides, you know, being in a, like, I'm on my side and you're on your side. I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I'm not into competition in general. I've never been very into yeah, competition. Nor have That's I. That's why I was so. never very good at sports. I just didn't, I couldn't get worked up about it the way other yeah. kids could, you know. So it just never really registered with me that much. And I think it's an outgrowth of that. I just, uh, I just never saw conflict as a way to uh, solve anything. But right now, I think the reason why I am reading a lot and um, absorbing some of this is more from this the advanced civics lesson that yeah, it's giving us exactly um i have learned more because you know we learned civics when we were in high school i don't remember much of it at all except, except that it was an ideal uh, it was it was it was like an outline as you're studying the outline yeah. of how things are supposed to work well and you knew the about way, the three branches of government right. you learned and, about all the things and how the balance of power was supposed to work and how separation of church and state was, you know, a sacred thing, and right. and, and then you look at the at the news, and nobody's following the rules. Exactly. Nobody and, is and following. There the were rules. reasons why the rules existed in yeah. the first place. And those so, rules, when they were written, were an ideal. That's right. Because it was written by a bunch of wealthy white men, <laughs> who owns know, many of them, who, met, who owned, owned slaves, slaves and were property holders. And they were the rich people, and they were the ones who were creating this lovely bit of poetry that they would could hold up and say, this is what our country's about, even though nobody's living that way, even now. You know, even though but, we, we don't live that way, this is, but wouldn't it be great if things could be like this? I'm happy for the, the vision, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's I a good like, vision. But I really feel like what it has done for me is provided an advanced civics lesson broadened my perspective on what uh, what a lot of the things I hear about are about but in the end I I feel like what it what it makes me feel is I really want to live my life as honestly as possible exactly And and I don't want to feel guilty because I get to live like this you know I'm not I I you know, we're not active exploiters of other people, although we probably are. Well, we... <laughs> by virtue of the fact that we interact with commerce, uh, and commerce is by nature oppressing someone, you know. So if you're going to make money, somebody's got to not make money. You know? The only reason that there's so many poor people is because of the rich people. Well, and then I think about, I'm you know, rounding it back to our song, yeah. that the reason why there's so many mashed potatoes and uh, fried potato pancake recipes is because the Irish only had potatoes yeah. to eat. 
and still they they created joy out of what they had and i think that that's what i always come down to in my mind yeah but um i don't know it's an interesting thing to go through your life and and you have all these avenues where you could be more a, a different kind of a person and strive for different goals i mean one of the things that has always uh seemed false to me is going after um the material aspects of life you know that that would be your main goal to I, I was even thinking about this the other day when i was in the kitchen i was thinking how much i love this house and how many people would say well this is a starter house you yeah, know yeah. we need to go to the next greater house and the next greater yeah, the house number of and, young couples that move in here and then move out again within a couple of years they fix the place up they flip it yeah and, and they want to go to a and they want to be able to afford a better place so. but i was thinking how much as you live in a house and and are are uh creating it to be your space how endeared you are to that place yeah. so for me i mean i was even thinking about your mom having a hard time with getting rid of her car which is only able to be taken to a junkyard for parts mm -hmm. at this point well, i think somebody you know it would be if if there was a young person who was into old cars and working on them that would be a good car for them a starter car well but it's but not finding that person is yeah, I know. has proved yeah. bad but your mom feels bad about it because it was a good car well, it's and it's a good car and, well, and it was you know? it's a car that she had bought with dick and uh, he took good care of it. That's why it still runs as well as it does, because right. Dick knew how to work on cars, you know. And uh, he knew how to do everything, that guy. My mom married a guy who he couldn't write songs. Couldn't sing, couldn't sing a note, okay? So I'll give you that. <laughs> Never read any of his poetry, uh, so I couldn't say. I don't think he did. Never wrote poetry, that's why I never read it. But he was an artistic guy to the bone and he was always busy doing something he was a, a model citizen of the creative life good template for people to admire in the same way that my dad was in that in that regard but only for part of the time that I knew him you know these continua that we get to participate in are nice I like I like basking in the resonance of sometimes you know it would be better though diane <laughs> if i could play the guitar i know yeah, it would be better but you know it's still good is the thing that is the thing is how good it still is because i'm i'm a fairly content guy in terms of my own uh dealing with my own uh kind of creative drives and stuff like I still got plenty of outlet which is nice I get to read some great art I get to read art that's that's cool that's cool anyway well this has been kind of a random grab bag of a whole bunch of stuff it has been a grab bag Diane, but why shouldn't it be it's <laughs> Saturday morning say. we're we're reviewing the week in some regards and 
you know, yeah, talking we couldn't... about where our head spaces have been. And, you know, at this age, people say, see, you, you can't ask somebody, what have you, you been doing? You can't ask that. I mean, what do you, what do you, what's been lighting you up? What have you been thinking? What have you been thinking? Yeah, what have you been thinking about? That's well, the other, the other thing that I've been thinking a lot about, and we absolutely have let the headlines <laughs> into the bleed into this, but, but a lot because um, I've been thinking about some of the incredible lawyers of history. Um, Clarence Darrow, I always, I got my brother was I think my brother almost would have become a lawyer. I was interested in law too. I actually did work for a law firm for a while. Um, but man, the people who have those incisive minds and that they know the law and they can bring it to uh, bring it to juries, they are amazing. They have to have amazing orator skills. They have to have logic, but they have to also be convincing uh, of people who may not have that same sense of logic. I always think about the uh, the marvelous movie Inherit the Wind. Yep. I that was when I got interested in Clarence Darrow, yep. and I read a lot of Clarence Darrow back in the day. So it's been the Irving Stone, Clarence Darrow for the defense. Yeah. Did you read that book? I did. I think I did, but yeah. it's been so long I don't remember much about it. Yeah. But uh, it's it's hearkening me back to my interest in that because uh, I've been watching somebody who explains each step of uh, the legal processes that are in the uh, news right now. He was a prosecutor with the Department of Justice, and he explains everything so well. And I love listening to how our system works and what kind of mind you have to have to uh, to navigate that process. Yeah. So I applaud the the people who are on the side of keeping our nation honest, you know, Um, if we can, if we can do that. But once again, it starts with the individual, and I think you have to be as honest as you can in your own personal life. Yeah. True debt. True debt. Well, now that our washing is done, should be also... Let the wrap let, it up. Well, Release the, the hostages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let the washer washer uh, actually okay, determine the two, the, the two of you can go now. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna play you this song first. It's a good song. It's it rousing. I love a good rousing song that's done with vocal harmony. Yeah. It's actually a a little bit of an earworm too. Yeah. <laughs> but if you find yourself walking around the house humming this tune, you won't be feel bad about it. No, you certainly won't. It's not like uh, you know. Don't even say any earworms that you don't want to know about. Bye, Menon.
Well, did you ever make our cannon made with lovely pickle cream? With the greens and scallions mingle like a picture in a dream. Did you ever make a hole on top to hold the melting flake of the creamy flavoured butter that our mothers used to make? Oh, you did, so you did, so did he, and so did I. And the more I think about it, sure the nearer I'm to cry. Oh, where and then the happy days when troubles we knew not And our mothers made cold cannon in the little skillet pot Well, did you ever take potato cake and boxed it to the school? Tucked underneath your rockster with your books, your slate and rule And when teacher wasn't looking, sure a great big bite you'd take Of the creamy flavoured soft and melt and sweet potato cake Oh, you did, so you did, so did he and so did I And the more I think about it, sure the nearer I'm to cry Oh, weren't them the happy days when troubles we knew not And our mothers made called cannon in the little skillet pot well, did you ever go a courtin', boys, and the evening sun went down, and the moon began a peepin' from behind the hill of down, and you wandered down the boring where the chloricon was seen, and you whispered love and praises to your own dear sweet Colleen. Oh, you did, so you did, so did he, and so did I, and the more I think about it, sure the nearer I'm to cry. Oh, and then the happy days when troubles we knew not And our mothers made called cannon in the little skillet pot Oh, you did, so you did, so did he and so did I And the more I think about it, sure the nearer I'm to cry Oh, and then the happy days when troubles we knew not And our mothers made called cannon in the little skillet pot